Hi, and welcome to episode 142 of the LDS study session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. We are continuing with our Come Follow Me study for this week. Uh, we're looking in October 14th to October the 20th, Philippians and Colossians. And today we're looking at My Faith is Founded on Jesus Christ, which is found in Colossians chapter 1, uh, verses... Uh, oh, bear with me. Yeah, 12 uh, to... 23. Uh, so we've got some really important verses here and the um, the manual suggests that you go through these verses of, it's actually 13 to 23 I think, uh, no sorry 12 to 13, uh, verse 13 is the first example I had to match what they've suggested to do though. Um, and to look at these verses and pick out everything that it teaches about the Saviour Jesus Christ. And if you go through these verses, you find a lot of things that these verses speak specifically on uh, the Saviour about. From verse 13, we read that the Saviour has divine blessings, which we can be a part of in his kingdom. In verse 14, we read about how the Saviour redeems us through his sacrifice. In verse 15, we read about how he is in the image of God and that he is the firstborn of our Heavenly Father. Uh, in verse 16, we read about how all through all things... Uh, Christ has created all things. In verse 17, we read that he came before all things and he created all things. In verse 18, we read that he is the head of the church and that he was the first uh, to be resurrected, the first fruits of, the re of resurrection. In verse 19, we read about how all fullness dwells in him, uh, which is particularly uh, pertinent, particularly in this dispensation of the fullness of times. In verse 20, we read that he mediates for us all, because of his death for all. Um, yeah, he reconciles all things. And in, and in verse 21, we read that because of Christ, we can re rejoin the Father. We're no longer alienated. And then in verses, the last two verses, 22 and 23, again, because of his sacrifice, we can be, can, we can continue to have hope and be settled in, in, in the Spirit. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot going on here to learn about the Saviour, and I can't really digest or divulge much more than those headlines than those in those verses. Of course, we can go into a major study of each of those verses and the doctrine that they teach for each of the following episodes of this study session, with which I wouldn't have time to share with you, but I, f I think I might do that myself uh, in my own time. Uh, but of course, you know, there is a lot of doc doctrine and principles that is taught here, uh, which Paul kind of packs in right at the start here when he is uh, what kind of giving his um, salutations or his welcome to the uh, the Colossians. In verse 15 of uh, Colossians chapter 1, uh, we read about this fact that Christ is in the image of God. In October 2003, called The Grandeur of God, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland says this, quote, of course, the centuries-long drift away from belief in such a perfect and caring father hasn't been helped by any by the man-made creeds of erring generations which describe God variously as unknown and unknowable, formless, passionless, elusive, ethereal, simultaneously everywhere and nowhere at all. Certainly, that does not describe the being we behold through the eyes of these prophets, nor does it match the living, breathing, embodied Jesus of Nazareth, who was and is in the brightness of his glory and in the express image of his father. In that sense, Jesus did not come to improve God's view of man nearly so much as he came to improve man's view of God and to plead with them to love their heavenly father 
as he is always and will always love them. The plan of God, the power of God, the holiness of God, yes, even the anger and the judgment of God they had occasion to understand. But the love of God, the profound depth of his devotion to his children, they still did not fully know until Christ came. Close quote. Uh, I love that, that, you know, Christ came to improve God's view of the world. Like, obviously, we know that Christ came to sacrifice himself for us, that he could, so he could start advocate with us to the Father uh, and improve the Father's view on us because Christ has suffered the sins and misdeeds and trials of all of us so that we can be in that position. But also, the Saviour came to improve our view of God, that we can, through Christ, see an express image of our Heavenly Father. If we want to know the Father, we can get to know the Son. Uh, and Christ talks often about that, particularly in uh, his great intercessory prayer, uh, which we studied previously in previous months this year. Uh, and it's just a great kind of reminder that, you know, if we really want to come to know the Saviour, then let's start studying, sorry, the Father, then let's start studying the Saviour. Um, and vice versa, if we want to come to know the Saviour more, then we need to pray to our Heavenly Father more and develop that relationship with him. And we can. It is, it is doable. That relationship is there. Uh, to be to be developed. Uh, President John Taylor uh, said these words about how uh, Christ is the creator. He said, quote, We have been taught to believe that he is the creator of all things, visible and invisible, whether they be things in the heavens or on the earth, whether they belong to this world or other worlds, and that there is an all-wise, all-powerful being who controls, manipulates, and manages all the affairs of the human family, and this is true, whether it relates to the world in which we live, to the heavens that are above us, or to the worlds by which we are surrounded. It relates to our bodies and to our spirits and to all things associated here therewith. Hence, we are very dependent beings. Uh, close quote. Again, I love a particular phrase in here, uh, that Christ, uh, the fact that he created things is true to things in the world in which we live, to the heavens above us, and to the worlds around us that surround us. I just love that kind of all-encompassing, all-enveloping uh, phrase that, you know, everything above, below, and surrounding us is, is of God and, is of, and has been created by the Saviour. Uh, you know, it just identifies the all-encompassing power that the Saviour ha has. To finish, I'm going to share a quote by Elder David A. Bedbell, who kind of, who kind of deals with what Paul concludes with that after all of these principles of the Saviour, that our faith can be founded in him because of all these things. And if we keep that grounded in the Saviour, then we'll be able to move forward with that hope. Um, Elder David A. Bednar uh, said this in a talk in the April 2015 General Conference called Therefore They Hushed Their Fears. He says, quote, the peace of Christ gives peace Christ gives allows us to view mortality through the precious perspective of eternity and supplies a spiritual settledness that helps us maintain a constant consistent focus on our heavenly destination thus we can be hushed blessed to hush our fears because his doctrine provides purpose and direction in all aspects of li our lives his ordinances and covenants fortify and comfort in times of both good and bad and his priesthood authority gives assurance that the things that matter most can endure both in time and in eternity, close quote. These clear doctrines, these important, powerful principles taught in Colossians chapter 1, verses 12 to 23, can strengthen, support, and bless us so that we can be settled in the knowledge that our Saviour will be there for us, 
that he is all-knowing, that he knows all things. He created it all, and that he has been able to make a sacrifice which can then reconcile us and no further alienate us from our Heavenly Father. I am grateful to know these things, and that these wonderful principles can be studied in such great detail in these verses. Thank you very much uh, for listening to the study session today. If there's anything that you would like to share that you've studied, I'd love to hear from it you uh, at Matt S. Roberts 90 on Twitter or email at LDS study session at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.